this is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. John Schaffer of Ice Earth is wanted by the FBI for his participation in last week's insurrection. I can't decide which is more likely. Alex Skolnick writing a scathing political hip-hop jam about this situation, or Alex Skolnick calling Ice Earth to apply for their soon-to-be-available guitars position. <laughs> Good luck, Alex. We're rooting for you. The Metal Injection well, live cast starts now. Oh, thanks, Chuck. Sorry. I missed my cue. But uh, it's only because, Chuck, I want to let you know that Ice Earth is John Schaefer's band. So it's not like he, if he would quit the band, there would be no band. I just want to let you know that, Chuck. You were so eager to get through the doors of this podcast, you cut Chuck Blandington off. That's right. I I ran through the doors of the podcast like John Schaefer illegally ran through the doors of the Capitol building last week. Allegedly, we don't know 100% for sure, but all signs point to it is him. It's been a wild week in the world of heavy metal and beyond. And uh, we're glad you could be with us here on the Metal Injection live cast. Now I'm confused. Uh, wasn't he there? Like, isn't that evidence? Wasn't he seen there, photographed? Uh, he was photographed. Uh, well, a person was photographed who looks a lot like him and with matching tattoos, matching earrings, matching hoodie. He is not confirmed. But I cannot say 100% it was him. I could say 99% it was him. <laughs> I see. Uh, and, and, uh, well, we'll, we'll get into it in a moment, but l- let me just get in, a, a few, uh, little messages. Uh, like if you're listening live and we are live every Tuesday night, 6 PM Eastern to about 7 30 PM Eastern. And that'd be like three Pacific to about four 30 Pacific. Uh, you can give us a call two, one, three wide nut. That's two, one, three, nine, four, three, three, six, eight, eight. And you know, if we say something and you're listening on the archive and you're like, how dare they send us some feedback at hate mail at metal injection.net. You can, you know, send a traditional email or record a voice memo or record a video. Uh, and, and we'll play it on the show. <laughs> So those are the ways you can contact us. And if you want a little extra Metal Injection live cast in your life, plus access to all the video versions of our episodes since we've gone into quarantine, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Metal Injection live cast. And for five bucks a month, you get access to all of our bonus episodes and all of the video versions of our episodes for the last about a year now, which is crazy to think. And uh, we've been doing two a month at the top of the month. We did a live cast hall of fame. Uh, we looked back at two classic legends in the live cast. I should say live cast meme hall of fame, uh, two classic characters in the live cast lore, the iron Sheik and Douglas Levison. And we revisited their classic clips, watched them with fresh eyes. And, uh, it was a delight. And we think you will laugh as much as we did creating the episode. We, Sid and I had fresh eyes. The two of you had red eyes from smoking weed. <laughs> I, I don't smoke weed anymore. What do you I just uh, do? Like mescaline are, now? Are <laughs> Peyote. Oh, that's right. Nice. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and we have a new episode coming up later this week. Uh, when is it? On Friday. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be posting a roundtable discussion. We watched the 2005, I think, Six. documentary, the 2006 documentary, Get Thrashed, uh, a documentary that we ourselves could have made. Uh, and uh, we all talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, what we do better. 
funny moments. Uh, so you could either watch the documentary first and then watch our review or not watch the documentary at all and just watch us. You, you'll get it either way. Uh, so that's the plugs. And yeah, let's get to the top story. Uh, the biggest story in the last week in the world of heavy metal is uh, also one of the big national and international stories uh, as a web publisher. I love when that happens, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's a really weird story. Uh, so on Wednesday, uh, there was a protest at the U.S. Capitol while Congress was in session to certify uh, Joe Biden as the uh, next president of the United States of America, the 46th president. And there were protesters uh, who um, I believe you could say they're Trump supporters. Right. Uh, that's uh, although although uh, some some on the right will say they were not. Uh, so there was they, they they some of them have abandoned Trump because he did his little cuck speech afterwards so like at the time though they were trump supporters yeah uh and so there was uh well, I mean, it's it's debatable i just like to bring the uh outsider's perspective what's debatable i think it's wrong to call them all trump supporters or to paint them as that but they were there to prevent trump from uh not having a second term well why would they know, know if not I, the, if the, the, good they were there yeah. to create, obviously, some form of terrorism and to break into the Capitol building. But I don't think they were Trump supporters because the Trump supporters were watching Trump speak while all this was happening. Well, no, Trump, no, Trump spoke, spoke and then they did that after went. the speaking. Yeah, it was an hour after his speech. I know, but if you follow the story and you follow the timeline, it doesn't I really did. add up. Well, why would they have to be at the Trump speech, though, if they're pro there? I mean, the protests were scheduled. So if it doesn't add up, who was Trump. there then? People who are obsessed with Trump want to watch every single moment of Trump. They go there to see him. Well, isn't that generalizing, though? Rob, if I may interject, <laughs> uh, you may have followed the story, but you did not follow it on Parler. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, Get your shit straight. So I'm confused. So if it wasn't Trump supporters, how, how should who was there? Well, what do you mean? Who was there? There is like you're I mean, saying. I'm not going to generalize and call them Trump supporters. So who was there's it? There's speculation that Antifa was there. There's speculation that the people who <sighs> broke into the Capitol were like let in by police officers. So was it the police officers who let them in? Yes. Yes. The police officers who are also very likely Trump supporters. Yeah, they they agree with the cause. The best video or, that, or police uh, officers who were mismanaged by the 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 people overseeing them, like the mayor of the city. The best video I saw was like this 110 pound British reporter that was uh, like, oh, that was so good. Trying to cover this. And they're like, sir, you can't come in here, sir. And the guy's no, the stop, door. stop. He's holding yeah. the door open for these like Buffalo Wild Wings shift managers to go <laughs> storming and, and like piss on everything. But he's not letting the reporter go in. It was fucking the best video to come out of this. You got to pick your battles, Darren. It's, he's not okay. paying. That reporter isn't paying taxes here. That's not his capital. So well, there were these photos of these terrorists. Can we call them terror? Is that a, sure. is that an acceptable term? A domestic terrorist. So you need these like invaders. A, don't you need like an actual political aim to have to be a terrorist? I feel like they just went inside and kind of like wandered around and took selfies. That's a, so OK. So so this was a very so it was a very weird uh, protest because there was all of these people. And this was oh, yeah, a plan. Was like cosplay guys. There's all sorts of. 
But the cosplay like guys are Q and known QAnon Trump guys. Right. They've been if at previous rallies. I, I don't know. If they're they're furries, really like a semantic know. argument. They're bad people. We can agree on that. Yeah. Whether uh, or not they're uh, terrorists depends are you saying on bad people on both sides, Darren. No, just no, that side. Just that side. Well, the people. If uh, the other side is the ones who are supposed to be keeping them out, then yes, they're bad. They were bad people on both sides. Uh, so uh, well, I just really quickly, though, I just want to. If they are terrorists, they are the worst terrorists in the history. Of right. Unorganized. These unorganized terrorists. Uh, so all. So th there's hundreds of them. And then I remember I've been I was watching this in real time and I was, you know, like I, I saw the, the silly Trump speech, the Giuliani speech about trial by fire. That was two hours ago. Like they were riling these people up and there's footage of people walking from the Trump speech to the Capitol building. The guy with the zip ties uh, actually streamed himself live walking from one to the other. Like that was, was kind of blowing my mind is these people like what a perfect opportunity, first of all, to wear a mask, just to conceal your identity. Yeah. <laughs> like you're in, you're in one of the most surveilled areas in the world. Uh, but no, none of that anyway. So there's hundreds of people. And then you, and then I just noticed, I'm like, there does not seem to be ample security here. Like I remember thinking this at like one o'clock yeah. and I remember not two months ago when there were similar protests uh, for black lives matter. Uh, when there were similar protests, there was like thousands upon like the army, like was called the national guard was called. All these people were called. None of these people are here. And then, you know, they very easily stormed the Capitol. They pushed through. Uh, they push and, through the open doors and barricades. And then there's yeah, no, there's no. there's various footage of cops just giving up and be like, fine, come through uh, uh, or opening doors or just letting them in, not putting up any resistance. Well, the am cops, I getting this right? No, I'm noticing some eye rolling. So what did I get? I'm an not, accurate? I'm not, I, I'm not eye rolling. I <laughs> well, just okay. it's once just they peculiar. were inside, they did. What's peculiar? Shit out of people. But I feel like they got schmoozed. I feel like they were just like, yeah, we're all Trump supporters here, right? Like, just let us in. They got schmoozed and then they went inside and started. And then they went inside. They're like, what do, what do we do? I'm all right. Sorry. What about the FBI seeing people in the video footage and linking them to Antifa groups? Where who do they who do they link to Antifa groups? I mean, can you can you link me? Sure, I'll I'll link you after the show. Yes, can you give us the BenShapiro.com sure. link to that? <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's not a BenShapiro.com. I'm just like not on. I'm like trying to stay as close to the middle as possible and get all of the mm. news stories. Okay, well, send the link. Send, we'll we'll, yeah, we'll send the link about now. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it now. We'll talk about it in the show. Factor that in. Uh, it's going to be old news by I'm next not, week. I'm not going to go on on my phone right now to look for the link, but I'm happy to send it to you outside of the show. Sure. Okay. I mean, I'm not uh, asking you to send me links right now, right? Like you guys are bringing your perspective and what you read online, and I'm bringing my perspective. What are we saying that's inaccurate? Well, I just saw a video of stuff that happened. Yeah, like I, I'm we're say, talking. I'm not saying what the. Um, okay, I never said that what you're saying is inaccurate. I'm saying that there's more perspectives to this story, and whatever you want to say is cool. But I also want to say what I'm learning. Sure. Uh, you're, yeah, you're anyway, fine, talking, you're fine to say that, but when you, when you like the story about FBI linking Antifa, I've been follow I've been glued to Twitter. Sid yeah. will, 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 <laughs> oh my will, God. yeah, I've, I've been checking every news Maybe source. That's the problem, dude. <clears throat> no, I don't think it is the problem. The point is I've been following the story. I have not seen anything about FBI linking to and, and Antifa. Rob gets all the Antifa alerts. Yeah. I get all the, I'm, I'm in the, the Soros on club. The Antifa groups. 
<laughs> I'm on the Antifa groups. I'm on the Antifa parlor groups, groups. I'm on the stop steal groups. No. Uh, anyway, so they're in here. And then so all of these stories are emerging. Uh, and there's a story on Politico. There's a story, whatever. And then metalheads notice a very familiar face uh, in these stories. And that familiar face is Iced Earth's John Schaffer, the guitarist of Iced Earth. And now, Noah, you're you're you are a big fan of Iced Earth. You are a big. I mean, I don't, you enjoy their sure. music. Yes. <laughs> and so I immediately texted you and we were like, I, I remember you're I was like, oh, all these guys look like John from Iced Earth. Yeah, this could be anyone. <laughs> it could be anyone. Could be any no, member of Iced Earth. And that's the truth. <laughs> Can I tell uh, a short story about Iced Earth? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm trying to queue up the photos. So I don't while want to distract from all this wonderful like uh, uh, terrorism talk. But there were two when I used to work in a record store and I was very young, uh, there were two incidents i had uh, with people botching the name of a of an artist they were asking me for one of them i've told on a show was lastra which was if i don't know if you remember was rod stewart lastra and the other one was the person came in and said ah stuff ah stuff just like that and it took us like three and a half hours to figure out what this person wanted and it was iced earth <laughs> from ah stuff we were supposed to get ah stuff like was John this like Oswald. a speech impediment or is this like a tourist? I think, you know, I think it was the tourist. It was like okay. the first, the last was a Japanese, lovely Japanese woman. Uh, and the and I asked off was, uh, I think, a Middle Eastern, like a Turkish person. Are you sure it wasn't Shlomo? No, <laughs> pretty. I was, Shlomo was like negative six when this happened. <laughs> yeah, that's probably even more or less than that. Aww. So this was the photo I saw. And and again, now this was already so much so that people were like, "Look, the earrings match, the tattoo matches." <laughs> At Beard. first, when when Rob sent this to me, and I didn't want to believe it that it was true, I I was like, "Okay," zooming into his mouth, you see, like in in those two photos, and I was like, "Okay, well, one looks square, and one looks circular." <laughs> well, because so one's a happy him. scream and one's an angry scream. His one... mouth takes different shapes. Number one, that's the first time anyone zoomed into his mouth in like 10 years. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I didn't know that 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 he the, that any of the Iced Earth members were in Antifa. This is a I was about to make the same fucking joke. <laughs> that oh, was going to be my joke to Rob, but I wanted to save it for the show where I was like, Rob, you missed a total opportunity for clickbait. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. The guy with the Oath Keeper uh, hat is definitely Antifa. You got to know how uh, to disguise yourself. Yeah. yeah, that's what they want you to think. That's what they want you to think. Uh, and so all this stuff came out and and I just can't believe it. So here's what I can't believe. Well, could I just this ask guy, a cool question about this? I mean, thing? I can't believe it, but sorry, go ahead. Why isn't anyone making this big stink about Jonah Hill being right there next to him? <laughs> like everybody's right, cool with that. Let's Hold go back. Back up. I miss Jonah Hill. Right there. <laughs> this guy right here. Or yes. me. Or he it could also be me. I can see you. It looks more like Sid. If you zoom in on, on that guy and Sid's 
the glasses and the facial hair. This is definitely since yeah, beard. Since look, <laughs> oops, I outed yeah, myself. Sid, where were you on? You know, you weren't really responding to messages on Wednesday afternoon. Nineteen ninety-six, Michael Rappaport, right there behind. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> um, oh yeah, man, that could also be the the fat guy from MythBusters. <laughs> Didn't that guy die? Did he? Somebody oh, from I'm sorry I, I called him know. fat then. So like even so to me, what well, the funniest thing about this what like is that Nothing. not only did he go down to this protest as somebody who is easily recognizable as a relatively yes. famous musician, but he's so passionate about this that he had to be at the very front of the line. He had to be right up front. He had to be so like he had to be leading the charge so much so that all the photographers found him because it's like, what, what an incredible photograph, you know, like, I think, so you think the photographers knew who he was? I mean, unless, no, no, they didn't know who he was at all. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like, this photo is the perfect encapsulation of like the rage happening. Mm -hmm. You know, like they found like, oh, this this guy looks like what people think this is. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's the avatar for this riot. And this photo was on the front of the New York Post. Like it was every everyone picked up this photo. This was like a Getty Images photo that you can license. So people had their pick of like hundreds of photos. And this was on the front of Politico because it's like this looks like a riot photo. That's what I'm saying. Not that like this looks like the guy from my star. So he's on all he's everywhere. And obviously, while to the mainstream, they don't know who Ice Earth is. There's enough people that look at mainstream news that recognize him. And so that's it. Like, and, and he has this career. He's had a career now for 30 years. Uh, it's been going pretty great. And I feel like. Except it's, for the last year. Well, <laughs> uh, but even uh, he was putting out music all year. He's put, he put out like two albums last year. So he's doing all right. I'm sure he got some streaming. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't think musicians are making the same amount of cash flow that they were making two years ago. This is a, a year of loss of income, loss of jobs. Mm-hmm. He's he's pro- I mean, I don't know. I mean, that is rage. That's pent up rage. And that's mm-hmm. that's where it let him. That's why anger doesn't. Well, I feel like he's been down this path way before Corona. He's always been like a constitutionalist. Yeah, He's a constitutionalist, but doesn't mean he's a Trump supporter. Oh, oh, okay. Well, uh, I do want to play this video then, and then we could, you, you could let me know if you think he's a Trump supporter. <laughs> Give me one second to load, because then this uh, he was actually there's video footage of him at another rally. Uh, because he's so photogenic. Another and rally this like the same day. How does he have the energy for all of this? Definitely not well, a Trump supporter at the Trump rally. <laughs> Uh, it was not the same day. He actually came to. Uh, I just want to make sure I'm loading the right browser here. Don't want to show off my porn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here we go. All right. Uh, so, uh, Noah, I mean, this could not be his back, but I would say he's a Trump supporter when he has a photoshopped vest. So it's a vest with a photoshopped image of the Terminator 2 (laughs) 
uh, <laughs> cover of Arnold Schwarzenegger on a motorcycle with a shotgun and the worst photo of Trump photoshopped on Arnold Schwarzenegger's head Very with with the Capitol in the background and an American f- flag with very bad graphic design that says drain the swamp. You so that's a custom job or did it, was this like on a merch <laughs> site that he just bought this? I, I assume it has to be some sort of custom it job. And like I want to point out denim vest. Uh, yeah, I was, it's like always, a I, I was always partial to the T-1000. We love it, folks. We love the T-1000. <laughs> <laughs> so this was this at a book? rally. Have you seen this Sorry. boy, folks? He's fabulous. He's fabulous. <laughs> you uh, this was at a rally in November. And uh, a German newspaper caught up to him because he looked so uh, ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I mean, looked- let's be real. He looked ridiculous long before Donald Trump came on the yeah. political scene. So I want to play this video. <sighs> Hold on. I might take a second. Here, I found a YouTube version. Here he is. Hello, this is Big Time Tommy. (laughs) A group of thugs and criminals hijacked this country a long time ago. Now they're making their big move, and it's not going to happen. And that's what it is. These are globalists. These are the scum of the earth. These are the criminals that are behind all the fraudulent fiat currency. They're behind all the wars. They're behind all the... All the fraudulent fiat currency? I don't know what that is. Fiat currency is like um, the... Um, it's like the generic term for all money, like currency, paper money. I see. I like see. Fi- it's the, it's an insulting term for it because fiat means you just said it's worth something, so it is like by fiat. But wait, so then what does he take in exchange for Iced Earth albums? <laughs> Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Only. Oh, okay. But shit, they're behind <laughs> divide and conquer tactics, behind the racial divide. It's all nonsense. It's all garbage. People need to wake up and snap out of the matrix. Oh my God! With the fucking uh, matrix. I, I don't understand if he's saying the racial divide is nonsense. Like there is no racial divide. Yeah, it's or... all drum, you know, drummed right globalists to I'm keep us divided. They're, they're trying to, yeah, they're trying. There, there is no racism because they're going creative. down. Okay. They fake made the move. They're messing with the wrong people here. Trust me on that. And we needed it to be open like this, open fraud, open theft, because now we see you, and you're going down. Mark my words. Are you expecting some sort of violence? Like, are you expecting to pass some Twelve other group? Twelve hours later, he's on a you, like, He's there. getting all riled up at a reporter. Bring violence. I think there's a lot of us here that are ready for it. We don't want I love that. that part where he goes, you're going down. And then like, a, like yeah, about to like eight hours wait, later, wait, he's I'm, sobbing what? into his hands because he can't get on an airplane. <laughs> he's being aggressive to the reporter. I'm sorry. My nephew was like FaceTiming me and it threw Zoom off the, the thing. Oh, he wasn't being aggressive to the reporter. It's like she's asking him like, oh, what's going on here? And like he's cutting a wrestling promo are taking over. They're invading. They've invaded the country. Yeah. Like, look how riled up he gets here right before the cut. They're going down. They've made the move. They're messing with the wrong people here. Trust me on that. And we need to be open like open fraud, (laughs) open theft, because now we see you and you're going down. Mark my words. Are you expecting some sort of violence? Like, are you expecting to pass some other group? If somebody wants to bring violence, I think there's a lot of us here that are ready for it. We don't want that, but if they bring it, we're gonna we're gonna respond to that. Trust me. Okay, so you're prepared for that? Absolutely. I think this goes beyond President Trump. You know, President Trump is a populist. 
He's not your typical Republican. He's not establishment. He's not going out and starting wars all over the place like they do. <laughs> Which is funny. Where are all the Democrats that were anti-war? You know, yeah. There's so much hate for, hatred for Trump. It's just ridiculous. So close. I mean, he's dealing so close. with a so almost, almost. Mafia You're right about everything except making the world, Trump frankly, the good for guy. A long time. Yeah, as if they he's not one of the people doing and bring about global. I just, it's, it really blows my mind, my mind when people say, Trump is mind. <laughs> when people say Trump is anti-establishment, he is literally the establishment. Well, it, it, this is what gets me when they say Trump is like a pacifist or something. It's like, we it's have, populist, we have pacifist. had, well, he is a popular fake populist. I mean, he appeals to populist things. He never does them, but here's my thing about Trump and war. It's like, he ran on doing less wars. He did do less wars, but not because he's good. He did less wars because they shove like, you know, X amount of war papers under his nose. He signs 85% of them and he shoots himself in the dick by tweeting at Joy Behar the rest of the time. And less <laughs> war gets done, but only by accident. Like yeah. he is no fucking pacifist. Yeah. He assassinated Soleimani, almost started World War Three with Iran and Russia. He's they're doing it now. They're just today. Uh, his secretary of state said Iran was responsible for 9-11. Can you yeah. confirm we're getting or deny back that, to our greatest hits? Huh? Can you confirm or deny that, Rob? Do you have any? I have information? no information. Disappointing. About Uncle so, Fazl, does he know since he's inside? Un- from the inside? Uncle Fazl is not inside. Uncle Fazl lives in California. Uh, so, Noah. Can we agree now that John Schaefer is a Trump supporter or there's still some doubt or is he like an Antifa agent pretending to be a Trump supporter? You know, I don't know if John Schaefer is an Antifa or not. Uh, From that (laughs) video, it appears he is a Trump supporter. I guess he's not a Republican because even in your article, you Mm -hmm. uh, cited an interview that he did where he's like, I'm not left or I'm not right. So now I understand why. Yeah, no, you could say that. It's easy to say, but he says he's a constitutional conservative. That's how he identifies. Counterpoint. Uh, Who cares if he's a Republican? He's yeah. Like, what does it matter? He's got repulsive right wing, disgusting views. So I don't really give a shit what his party affiliation is. What's his repulsive right wing views? We'll play the play the video. I don't know. Did you watch the video we just played? <laughs> okay, so uh, so the whole like globalism thing, mm-hmm. and like not and being anti wars, that's that's a bad. He just said Trump is a pacifist. Have. Like how? Like you? He said Trump be, is anti war. You've got to be delusional. And he believes this election. Also, he's wearing. I, look, Noah. He's wearing a drain the swamp hoodie. Right. Also, like that, that what? says something, no, or, yeah, or is that just no fashion? Mean? He what believes that, that mean, there is Drake? no, no racism and that the protests from this summer were fake and like uh, ginned up by uh, race baiters. In previous interviews, he thinks COVID is a lie, that the hospitals aren't overfilled. He's quite, he, he loves his conspiracies. Okay. Right. And so, so what, so what if, if that's his perspective and that's what he believes, who cares? Well, what if he was like, let's say, pro-slavery? Would you be say the same thing? Who cares? No, I. I, I mean, we're just talking about it. I, I would not so say that, but that's not what he's saying. No, no, no. But you're saying who cares if that's just his belief that should that should extend to all beliefs? But now you're saying that there are no, I, some beliefs should, that are shitty enough. 
I don't believe that that should extend to all beliefs. So, what I'm saying is, is that like based off of what he said in that clip, he yeah. believes that he is fighting against people who want to come into this country and oppress others. So when he is storming the Capitol, which is a terrible thing to do and a really stupid thing to do, especially when he's uh, just posing in front of cameras and all that, he believes that he's doing something as an, you know, like agent of supporting the constitution. Yeah, he's he's a constitutional. He's an idiot. He's always been open about that. He's an idiot. Yeah, he's an idiot for storming the Capitol. He should have just stayed yeah. and watched Trump speak. Well, but that is true. But he's, he's also an idiot, an idiot for that, too. He's an idiot for what he believes that inspired him to go do yeah. that also. Uh, I don't know. I think that he wants, you know, f for people to have what this country offers us, which is freedom of speech mm -hmm. and, you know, to like opportunity. And I, I think his intention was good, like in, in believing those things for American people. Well, I think just white, specifically white people. Yeah. Did he say for white people, though? Yes. I mean, he said, did he say he's wearing an oath. You should look up the Oath Keepers. That's the hat that he's wearing. And then we can what talk about that? it. OK, fine. Those are, the people look it up. Go, those are the people who go around rounding up immigrants because like they got away from ice or whatever. Is that what that group is? That's one of the things. It's like all ex-military. It's like it's uh, I, it's a far right organization. Let's say that. Um, but I don't want to put any words onto them in case we have any Oath Keeper listeners. I don't want to <laughs> offend our, our, our pure listeners. But if you're listening, 213 Wide Nut is the number. Uh, but yeah, like my whole thing with the whole raid is like, what was the intent? Like, what was it? It seemed like a whole thing that was just for, for Instagram. Like everyone's posing with a lantern or posing with the, the thing and like the fucking QAnon shaman uh, going or like it, it was just like a big it felt like a Comic Con, but with trespassing. They had no idea what to do when they got there. It did. Feel I think like they were expecting like a bloody battle and then everybody just left like, wait. You just wait. We could just walk around. You're cool with what? Huh? Oh, all right. Like they thought Nancy Pelosi was going to come out in like boxing gloves, like ready for a fight. <laughs> and then she did. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Surprise. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> that would have been pretty hilarious. And I think that's what they were expecting, that like it would be like them on one side and Congress on the other. And it was like a battle to the death. And then Congress just left. <laughs> they were hiding in like behind sofas. Blocking yeah. And like, oh, I guess we'll just walk around for a little while then. And then I guess go home. All right. Take a couple of selfies. Yeah. Um, but I do want to thank John Schaefer. Uh, he's <laughs> brought me so like much most, traffic. That was the most interesting thing to happen in metal. Well, not interesting, but like the most like sensational thing to happen in metal. Absolutely. It, it was a, it was like four days worth of stories. So thank and it's been so slow. So thank you for being such an idiot and so in need of being at the front of the line and being a part of this revolution that you got caught. And what's no, your, like, no, no. He's a patriot, Rob. Come on. <laughs> yes. Thank you for your patriotism. <laughs> Do you think this helped or hurt their album sales? Do we have like uh, what Iced Earth sold the week before? Well, they're still on six. Spotify. They're yeah. not banned from Spotify. No one's pulled them. No one's no, pulled them. No, but I'm just saying, do you think people have been buying more just out of curiosity or have people stopped? I'm I Well, I have seen anecdotally people say that they're going to stop listening to them, but I'm sure they're, it's counteracted 
by like people curious, like, oh, who's yeah. this fucking ISO? Because I've seen a lot of like, who the fuck is this guy kind of thing? Because they haven't exactly been relevant the last few. They're, they're very much past their peak, you know? <laughs> what, so What do you mean? We just talked about like their new um, like Christmas songs, remember? That was yes. And, Did we like else? them? I forget. Wasn't it Matt Barlow? Was the. Oh, yeah, yeah, Matt Barlow Barlow and and John Schaefer just did those. And I want to point out, you brought that up. (laughs) I'm saying, like, in the the greater metal sphere, like, he's kind of, uh, it's he's not as relevant. Like, nobody listened. Like, did you listen to the last Ice Earth album? Do you know the name of it? No. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I didn't like it, even though I don't remember this at all. The Christmas song? Yeah, you did not like it. Okay, thank you. Um, Uh, But, yeah, thank you to him. I did briefly sure. look up the what, and, and I instantly remembered this now. The Oath Keepers went to Ferguson, Missouri, uh, when there was unrest there, and were just walked around with rifles, like threatening people in case they, like, I don't know what they expected to happen, but like if they were going to riot or whatever. They were there to, like, uh, I guess keep the black people in line or something. Part of the oath, mm. you got to keep it. <laughs> the oath of everyone being free. Uh, and also, so this whole riot thing uh, led to uh, Twitter being like, oh, you know what? Maybe we should take Trump off our service and Facebook take and like basically he's barred from all, all social media now, uh, even Pinterest. He can't even pin his favorite gold toilets anymore. <laughs> I mean, he can, but not from his own account, probably from a, a public account. Uh, try pinning literal toilets to things like just pictures of toilets <laughs> in the in the Walgreens or something. And uh, this has led to Phil Labonte. Oh God! Uh, past friend of the out. show Great. to uh, call for the abolishment of the United States uh, because of this. Really, uh, seems a bit extreme. He wants an Article Five convention. Uh, because multiple social media platforms are, as I type this, in the process of purging libertarian and conservative voices. Rob, are you okay? Yeah, I was burping. Being purged. (laughs) (laughs) Including President Donald J. Trump. While I'm under no illusion about the right of a private company to have a sole discretion over who is and not allowed to use their services, I believe this action is part of a broader attempt to silence views that less than a decade ago would be considered entirely anodyne. The silencing of any voices, even those that would express truly abhorrent opinions, is a far greater threat to our country than those opinions themselves. I don't necessarily disagree with what he's saying here. I do. Uh, I agree with him. Uh, the, the, the issue is that he's doing what the people making these grandiose statements are doing, which is saying that it's targeting conservatives, which I don't agree. It's the I feel like the it's first, not the first axe that falls on the first head is always a boogeyman. It's like when they rolled out the Patriot Act and it was like, oh, my God, Saddam Hussein. And, you know, they're going to blow up an Al Qaeda and they're going to blow up your 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 Wegmans near your house or whatever. But it never stays there. Like it's always going to be used to silence, like dissent to, to the establishment. That's the problem. And that's why I don't, even though I have no, I have no desire to die on a hill protecting Donald Trump's Twitter account. But I think that the larger like specter of this shit, once they start doing that, it's very easy to start 
taking away accounts from anybody that any corporation just decides to. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. I, I absolutely agree. Uh, but continuing on, I am not a supporter of President Trump. I did not vote for him. But this looming th threat of censorship is far bigger than one president's Twitter account. I believe and fear that the violence that occurred in Washington, D.C. on January 6th is only a taste of what is likely to come in our country. The suppression of opinions deemed unacceptable and the efforts to censor are indicative of what seem to be irreconcilable differences. And it could further add fuel to the fire. There is no reason we must be ruled by a central government so far removed from the needs and concerns of so many different people and cultures spread far across this country. The political opponents of those who are being silenced have expressed a strong desire to ensure that they'll be able to force through their own political agenda that entirely disregards the opinions of small government, liberty minded people like myself. I believe I believe it's better that we have a convention and dissolve the union entirely in a peaceful and <laughs> constitutional manner right. than be forced to live under uh, what any standard could be called tyranny. I'm free Tuesday. <laughs> like, well, like, when can we get this going? Let's go. Come on. <laughs> dissolve the U.S. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Seems a bit extreme over over some social media bans, but, right. but hey. well, listen, who cares what the reason is? <laughs> no, here. Uh, Good. Sorry. It's weird to me how, like, uh, you know, conservatives are like, let's just move past this. You know, let's move. Let's move. We have to move on. Right. Because uh, it's like, well, well, it's their fuck up. So of course they like. Don't we have on. to blame somebody? Don't we have to like? Doesn't someone have to like? Not like pay for it, but like you know, laws were broken, right? Isn't this the 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 party of law and order? It's very. It was also very weird to see, like. Uh, Democrats be like pro cop, <laughs> like that's uh, not uh, weird anymore. That's probably been the case for like and uh, and like I don't know whatever you know. It was just, it was everything pro was FBI, uh, pro cop, pro CIA. Like there were people like like liberal like blue checks on Twitter like outing people. Like I uh, I saw this guy and this is his name and address and stuff. And it just feels creepy. Like not that those people are worthy of of uh, of but not that those people are worthy of defense. Like, sure. If they get out and I have no fucking, I think it's hilarious when they can't like suddenly use, go fly in an airplane or whatever. Like, that's great. But like the FBI doesn't need you to do that. Like they're, they're perfectly capable of surveilling the fuck out of everybody in this country. It's just like sort of showing that you're on the FBI's team. You know what I mean? Like with tweets. That that that's, that, was, that that was a bit weird. That was a bit weird. But also, it at the same time, like I said, uh, it it was incredible seeing like people rat folks out. Like fuck, th this is an idiot from my neighborhood. This is this guy. <laughs> you know, like uh, like posting Facebook photos matching them to their photo in the Capitol. Uh, it, it, it's been a crazy week. And uh, I, there definitely were points where I had to be like, Rob, it's time to put the phone down. There were yeah. points where me and Darren said that to you first. Also, also <laughs> true. You were retweeting things and then also sending them directly to us. And it was, <laughs> I was out of breath just trying to keep up. I it felt was, bad. It was like you were live blogging the uh, sedition or whatever. It, it got pretty crazy. It was like there was so much going on. I, I was, I was hooked. It was. It was a total like uh, 
dopamine rush for me. It was just like, I need it like refresh. Like I need, I need another hit. I need another hit of like some crazy aspect of the story or like some video from inside or whatever. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of shot in Freud of very stupid, uh, misguided people uh, getting owned. And um, I want to be clear, like I was like, it was one of the funniest days of, of, of the, of right. ever being on the internet. <laughs> there was just so much comedy coming out of this. Whenever conservatives are like the central issue of, it's always funny. It's always either, it's always unintentionally funny. Right. It's, it's easy to laugh at. It's like, oh, there's no, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't mind laughing at, 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 at that. But even, even that said, there were some of these people where I, I ended up feeling really bad for them. In right. the, not feeling bad. Like, they, they've got, they, they've been bamboozled you know like yes. he, the whole wide, thing there was a wide cross section of people there like there were outright nazis right outright them they can go fuck themselves and there were also like there were a lot of rich people like people who owned businesses that like took the day off to go down there. and then there were like regular working people who like really have like their ideology led there no outlet for their their needs in society led them into Trump and believing a lot of stupid things, and they were led down there too. And there was like a lot of seemingly innocent, well-meaning, but totally like you said, bamboozled people there. Uh, I do I do think the, to throw a blanket over all of them like they're all Nazis. They're all definitely there doing bad things. That's for sure. You can condemn every single one of them. I do agree with you on that. I feel like it was there was some pathos there in some sense. Yeah, it's sad because I mean, look, the country's in the fucking shitter right now. People are mad. People are I mean, people have a right to be like, you know, despondent and like, what the fuck am I going to do? And and uh, some you know some people uh, express their rage differently than others. Right. I would and Rob, say. you and I were just talking about this. Like, think about when COVID started in March, right? Since March, what is that now? Uh, 10 January. Months ago? It's a yeah. year ago. It's, ten, it's almost a year ago. We got a $1,200 check. And we got a $600 check. That's basically a fuck you. Like Congress had 10 months. Both sides had 10 months to do something. And that's what we got. And we got as soon as these rent moratoriums are up, people are going to be homeless. They have no fucking health care and no health coverage. They're dying of preventable diseases. And nothing, and nothing, and nothing, and then this happens, and all of a sudden, Congress like fucking leaps into action. We got to impeach this guy, and we got to exactly. do this, and we got to pass articles of impeachment, and we got to do the twenty fifth amendment. And I'm like, he's leaving in eight days. Like this is what this is what you're gonna do a symbolic fucking impeachment trial, like the other one that failed and went nowhere. And you can't like if they had given people like a livable wage through this fucking lockdown shit, I would say, all right, do your the symbolic thing. I have no crocodile tears to cry for Trump. I do not give a fuck if he's impeached. If he's impeached, great. I will not cry a second for Donald Trump. But where is where is this passion when it comes to like taking care of people, like doing your real job? That's what fucking pisses me off. We have a caller. And uh, if you want to call in and chime in on this hot political discussion, oh, you're on the ass. Sheldon Allison in, in, creeping out of the Darren's Isn't it background. Funny how there. I'm blocking Scoop everything, me. but like his one alien eye, like <laughs> just peeking over my shoulder. So creepy. It looks like it's about to fall out. <laughs> Area code oh, yeah. 313. 313, you're on the live cast. 
Oh, hold on one second. Uh, three one three. Your audio. Three one three. You there? Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yes, we hear you now. What's your name? Hello. Where are you from? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. You're good. That's great. We can hear great. you. Great. Who is this? this? Uh, I think three. Sorry. What's your name? Oh, uh, my name is Hugh. I'm Hugh. I called in uh, three months ago, if you remember, and asked about New York uh, places to check out. Oh, yes. You were quarantining when you called us, right? Yes, you had to stay. Yeah, inside. and I actually I just got back. So I spent like close to three months in New York, and it was pretty interesting. So, so what did you do? What did you end up doing? Because, well, yeah, I, I ended up doing a lot, and I'm thinking actually of moving to New York because I, I fell in love with the whole city. Well, yeah, Noah's apartment is available if you want it. Oh, you could probably get a way better apartment than what oh. I have with prices now in New York. No, is it? Yeah, I heard about that. And uh, I still, you know, I, I had to go back and just got back to Detroit. And yeah, I'm still thinking about it. So maybe in the next six months, I'll see. So what'd you do that like made you fall in love with New York? I don't know everything. I felt mentally way better there, happier. Uh, the weather is way better. You guys, um, I don't know. It's more like cloudy here than in New York. At least you get the sun out there more. Um, the parks, you can go out, whatever you find the park, you can go far on or play, you know, sports. Uh, food is amazing. And I, just the attractions, I loved everything. So I was walking through the whole city, you know, I checked out the places that Noah gave me. The, was it the one, the pizza place with the, uh, the Italian one in Brooklyn? It was so good. L&B, was it? Pini. L&B, yeah, L&B. Gardens, yeah. Yes. Oh, it's one of our favorites. Yeah. It, was, it was so good. Um, I, yeah, and I want to check out like the Coney Island because I only saw it. I rented a car and went there and saw the Brighton Beach and Coney Island just through the car. But I want to, you know, experience it in summertime. I don't know. I just love the vibe of it and pretty nice. Great. I mean, hey, New York is awesome. So. People too. Where were you staying? Were you in Queens? Staying in Queens? Yeah. Yeah, it oh. was in, uh, Fresh Meadows in Queens. Yeah. Did you make it into Manhattan at all? I'm sorry. Did you make it into Manhattan? Into like the main? Yeah, the I went uh, all the boroughs except Staten Island because Good I choice. heard about it and I did not want to go there. So <laughs> I, I went Manhattan everywhere. I walked the whole thing. Like oh, on, nice. Like five, six separate times. Yeah, I love it. I love the Central Park, you know, the Upper West, East, uh, everything. The World Trade Center is amazing. The new one. Oh, the new one. Okay. Go inside. I was about to say. Time traveler. <laughs> yeah. Well, this whole this whole phone call is making me think. Like, did he? Did you go in the DeLorean and travel yeah. back in time to when New York was open? I was going to ask if he was actually Antifa pretending to have come here. Things <laughs> <laughs> that he knows. Oh of new york like world trade center that isn't there anymore no i, I think I, well they have that whole concourse now for uh for the metro north or or the or whatever it is, is it open? for uh, oculus yeah. you mean yeah the oculus the oculus the oculus one it's open yeah and i, I saw i think spotify i don't know if that's the headquarters there or something but on the third or the fourth tower you can see their name there 
Yeah, so I think I that's where their offices are. Oh. Whose offices? Sorry, I missed that. Spotify. Oh, okay. Spotify. But I have there, a Rob? story about Ice because they were my first show ever and when I moved to the States. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, and where did you uh, move from again? Yeah, where did you move from? I'm originally from Iraq. I, I Iraq? Okay. Moved here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, the, in 2008, my the first that when I first moved in, you know, I started you know googling places I wanted to go see a show, a real show, and the first tour that came was the Ice Earth with Into Eternity, and um, it was at Harpost, and I said, okay, you know, I'm gonna go there and watch the show. I did not know anything about Harpost, but you know, if you, I don't know if you guys know, but it's like in one of the worst areas ever in Detroit and was so bad, people get stabbed just for walking around. I didn't know any of that. So I went to the show and uh, right when they started, someone threw a beer bottle, a glass beer bottle at John. <laughs> John Schaefer. I guess they missed. Which like, oh, could, okay. If only they connected, could have saved everybody a headache. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. It was crazy. And then the police came in, and the security. There was only one security guy for the whole theater. <laughs> oh my God. And uh, yeah, they 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 checked John. They had to delay the show for like twenty minutes, <laughs> and then they escorted. Wow. Him <laughs> on stage did someone throw a bottle while he was on stage or he was just walking around no it was in the stage on the stage right when they started like the third oh. song or something but Harpo's, yeah I, I believe you know they don't there's no rules there so they were selling the beer bottle the can like the bottles yeah the actual one the glass one <laughs> no rule against throwing the bottle at the stage either well, I'm sure it's discouraged. I mean, just, it's really bad. I, like it's like lawless there. Hmm. Like, you can just do whatever you want. I guess it's not like uh, the full. Then John Schaefer would be all about that. Movie. Yeah, that's the kind of America he wants. That's the irony. <laughs> <of it. laughs> Unless you're black, he doesn't want the. You know what's funny? Black people. Before that day, Don't he was. Paint him as one. He was far, far left, and then that hit to the head completely. Like. Like in sitcoms, uh, when the horse—it was the horseshoe theory. It brought him around to the other side. Yeah, and a big Fred Flintstone lump that came up, and then all of a sudden, he was yeah. keeper. He was ashamed of the scar that the bottle left. So somebody's like, "Here's this oath keeper's hat. You could hide your scar." He's like, "Oh, what's this all about?" And then, oh, okay, it all makes sense. Yeah. yeah, all his guitars were like the American flag, the one with the you know, was the mm-hmm. the, uh, the Confederate flag. The 1778 thing. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, it's all in his music, too. Six, yeah. I have a question. If um, if John Schaefer, yeah. if Elon Musk completes his Mars uh, shuttle and John Schaefer gets so fed up with, like, left-wing authoritarianism that he signs up and uses his life savings to go to Mars, would he change the name of the band to Iced Mars? <laughs> that might have to be the name of his next band because I started my my disband here. Yeah, but all right, that's really interesting. It's been a I I I found the bootlegs, you know, because back then we didn't have any originals, so you had 
to, you know, buy the bootlegs that was like back in Iraq. And I found the, the old package I have. And the first three like DVDs were Ice Earth, Live in Athens, uh, Children of Bodom, Album, and Opus, I think Ghost of Perdition. So I, when I opened it, I was like, wow, I mean, that's pretty interesting. I, now I, don't, I don't have full verification on this, but I saw a rumor online that the real reason that the U.S. invaded Iraq was because of iced earth bootlegs. Uh, that would be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they were one of the biggest bands. I they, they were known, like I think at that time it was Limp Bizkit, Rammstein, Iced Earth, and uh, yeah, Children of Bodom, I think Pantera. Boy, get your priorities. Ah, yeah, the big four. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Man, um... right? What a war-torn, ravaged country. They, they've ruined your musical priorities. What year did you leave Iraq, <laughs> out of curiosity? I left in 2006. Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay. Good time I guess that's a little late to get out, to be honest with you. Yeah, three years after the war, and it felt like uh, 10 years. I got a question. A serious question. I keep asking stupid questions, but this is a real question. No, this one. Was the quality of your life better there before the U.S. invaded or, or after? Uh, before, I would say. Believe it. It's not uh, some, yeah. I mean, if you now look back, it was before. Did you have any, like before the, the invasion started, did you have any? How old were you when that happened, first of all? Uh, I was 16. Did you have any, like, at being a young person, like, not, I guess, not that up on politics, but, like, was there any sentiment going around that, that this is actually good, that they're getting rid of Saddam Hussein, and this could be positive? Or did they know, did everyone know right away from the get-go this is going to be a disaster? You mean back then when yeah. when it first happened, like before the people, happened. like my family and the whole thing, like when it was being or, rumored to happen, the war. You mean yeah. uh, it, it was gonna be? We believed it, it was not gonna. It was, we believe it was gonna be just like the 1998 when you know Clinton did it for like three days and that's it. Right. That's how we thought it's gonna be. So when it actually happened. Um, Remember, we did not have satellites, all the news, so we're not exposed to what you guys saw. I still don't know, like, what happened during that, you know, how the CNN, whatever, you guys covered it. Mm -hmm. So we didn't know. We just thought it was going to be three days, you know, war, whatever, and that's it. Like, everything's going to be back to normal. We're still going to have the same thing. And when it actually happened, um, we did not believe it. Because I remember in front of my house, there was a big picture, you know, of Saddam. And it was a hospital, and they had to take it down. People took it down. And I remember, like, I did not believe it. We were like, uh, yeah, well, I guess he's gone. But we couldn't believe that, actually. Like, we thought this is a game or tactics or something. <laughs> but afterwards, I remember one of my dad's friends, he said, things will not get better. It's going to be way worse. I guess he foresaw what happened. Like he knows the divide, the civil war, and the whole people is gonna be. And I was like, uh, I don't know what you mean. You know, I thought I thought it was gonna be in you know, like the U.S. Everything's gonna be fine and shows and everything. But yeah, it was right. So yeah, that's a bummer. So like, it's just when you say it's worse, like 
what are some examples of how things are worse? Just curious. You know, I mean, for me, that's my own opinion. Like when you go 20, it's going to be 20 years in a few years. Uh, the only thing, like people still can't travel anywhere. Like you, the passport, where's the strength? Like you don't, you're not accepted anywhere like to go. It's not easy to get, you know, a visa to the U.S., let's say for a student, someone who wants to study. It's not like any other part, like a Brazilian can apply and they have a system where they can go and do it. It's still the same, if not worse than before the war. Um, I'll tell you, like a lot of people who work with the government, like let's say the Iraqi government or contract job. Yeah, they have a good life. They would say, yeah, everything is fine. It's much better for us. But the security is still not there. Like we had more shows there before the war than after. Mm. Like you can go and set up, you know, across the code, you know, the story of them. And uh, it, it wasn't yeah. comfortable, but you could do that. You were allowed to do that. But after the war, we had the act, the theocracy, you know, most of the government were like, I don't know, you know, they're into religion and stuff. So it was, it was tough to do that. It was tough to go party or go, you know, just do the normal thing that, you know, young people do. So, yeah, I mean, for me, yeah, it, it was bad. And you're still not accepted. Like, you can't go and say, hey, I'm agnostic, I'm an atheist, or whatever. Like, you still, it's actually worse now. Gotcha. What happens to people like that? Uh, well, they randomly kill them, I guess. I don't know. I remember like few few years ago, I think it was either, I think you guys covered it. Like they killed uh, emo people. You know, they thought the emo oh, yeah. people were like, you know, yeah, they, threw, they stoned them or something. Yeah, that was after the war. Yeah. So <laughs> they just accused someone. Like if they see you with the long hair, oh, that's, this guy is emo. And then maybe someone will kill you randomly. I'm like, okay, what is this? You know? I have so, to say, it's it's like, so interesting like, that, you know, you're, you're telling all these Iraqi stories that in my head, like what I'm hearing is an Eastern European person. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, really? like, well, you know point. why? I mean, when when Hugh even said that he had a, a big painting of Saddam in front of his home and he just couldn't believe it was going to happen. You thought it was something three days. That's the same thing. Like when I asked my father about living under communism and Romania and stuff like that, I said, how did that take over and he you know like and the same thing with the holocaust how did they let that happen how did it take over eastern europe eh, people heard about it they thought well that's something that's happening over there it can't happen here and that's frightening that's scary yeah and i, I was well, i was the optimist like after the war i thought everything's going to be fine you know we're going to be you know going to have a good life and everything but then you know i what what happened you know, it was completely the opposite. But um, I wouldn't, to be honest, not, I'm not saying this because I'm American or moved here, but it's not just the U.S. fault. It's the actual people there. Like the way mm. this society is like, yeah, it's not, I wouldn't, like they did not know how to deal with the U.S. Let's say, you know, Germany had this, uh, the Japanese people had, you know, the, the nuclear bomb on it, but they still have maintained a better relation with the U.S. and they knew how to 
you know, um, you know, develop as a country and do, uh, you know, a lot of good things. Well, I would so also just I say the know, U.S. Like, didn't think about Japan for 20 years there, though. I said the U.S. didn't occupy Japan for 20 years after nuking them. We are still going there and fucking shit up. What nonsense, sorry. My... That's okay. Well, Hugh, uh, the, this has been actually very enlightening. Thank you for uh, for calling in, and, and you know, That's right. hopefully, you, hopefully, you make it to New York. John Schaefer. Sorry. Oh no, we we were just uh, uh, wrapping up the call. I wanted to thank you for calling in, and hopefully, we'll see you in New York uh, relatively soon. No, sure, that would be awesome. It would show maybe. Thank you so much. Yeah, maybe uh, Cafe Tatiana's. For a drink. Maybe in like uh, three years we can go to a concert, or you know who knows. Uh, Cuomo saying uh, it's happening soon. They're going to be doing outdoor shows with rapid testing. We'll see. We'll see. Michael Bublé. Let's do it. Or maybe Eisenhower show. That'd be cool. Oh my god! <laughs> All right. Thanks, you. <laughs> have a good one. Yeah, we had to wrap that up. We can't let him have too much free speech. Got to ration it out for the first like couple of decades that you live in the states. It's like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> a few months, you have you back. You talk a little more. You know, we're talking all of this politics. But what about, you know, one of the great political commentary bands of our time, Sacred Reich, next month will release reissues of their classic albums, Ignorance, Surf Nicaragua, and The American Way via Metal Blade Records. Available on CD and LP, these reissues feature the original artwork, layouts, and the vinyl can be purchased in a variety of limited colors. I'm all about the color vinyl. And uh, pre-orders are available now at MetalBladeStore.com. The singer of Sacred Reich, uh, Phil Rind, he had a great quote today. Uh, Here he says... Uh, we know that our political system is, is rotten to the core. No news there. But the dumb racist assholes who invaded the Capitol did it to support the dumb racist lying president. No other reason. They're not trying to save America. They're destroying it for a reality TV show host who will go down as the worst president in history. That was uh, Phil Ryan's comment on the on the riots and you know uh people seemed shocked but guess what sacred reich always a political band and you could hear how they were a political band by picking up these classic albums ignorance and surf nicaragua and the american way and metal blade store.com available for pre-order rob i'm absolutely shocked that you had two chances to say nicaragua in a spanish accent and took neither opportunity Oh, I, I thought you were going to say you were shocked that I didn't say Sacred Reich. Reich. I don't think you Reich. when you're trying to sell Sacred Reich. That's probably. Yeah, you're right. But Nicaragua. Nicaragua. <laughs> Nicaragua. I will say, uh, like, if you really want the dumb, lying, racist president to, uh, to, to be out, to be your, to be like, I mean, if you want your, your president to be a dumb, racist liar. Just do nothing, because there's going to be another dumb racist liar coming in uh, in eight days. Burn! <laughs> uh, Wait, Bernie's going to be the president? Wait, who, who is? Rob just said burn. 
<laughs> no, no, that no. What you meant? that's not what I meant. Oh. That's not what I meant. He's right, one well, of those. He's one of those three things. Let's not, lighten the mood by a liar. Let's lighten the mood by uh, turning our attention to another old crank. I am, of course, talking about friend of the show, Mike. Oh, <laughs> we haven't talked about Mike in so long. Um, and here's someone we could totally, we're all on the same side of this one. I feel like we purged so much the- during our Patreon episode that yeah. it almost felt weird going back to that well for a while. But this is, that is a great point. I do want to mention to fans, if you like how we make fun of Mike Francesa, we have an hour plus dedicated to just roasting the hell out of Mike Francesa. We found this interview that he did uh, uh, what was the movie called? I always forget. Uncut Gems. Yes. He did an interview about Uncut Gems. This interview is maybe 10 minutes long. I am not exaggerating when I tell you we spent 40 minutes psychoanalyzing this 10-minute interview, and it's amazing. Patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. So Mike's talking about some Christmas gifts we haven't, uh, or some gifts in general. This one's from December. He got a snowblower. At least I got the snowblower, and I know how to use it now. I'm telling you, I am. I became the. I I became. Look at his hands. Pump it he's up. Really I don't ecstatic. think he means he got a gift of a snowblower. I think he means he's very gifted at using the snowblower. That's what I. That's what I thought. <laughs> no, I'm but telling I am. you, I am. I became the. I I became one of the. One of the gifted. See. Guys at using a snowblower. I'm telling you, <laughs> I am like. I make designs now with the stuff. <laughs> I mean, I am designs. Design. Okay. There's there's a W in designs. There. What designs I am do you, there you now. make? I was afraid of it. Like what could you? Yeah, like you Horses. Yankees. Yankees logo. W-F-A-N. I did a portrait <laughs> of uh, Atlanta Falcons defensive coordinator Joe Schlobotnik. <laughs> In the snow. Imagine he does these like grand Picassos with a snowblower. Oh, I'm very talented and autistic. Okay, okay. But I was actually afraid to be in the garage with it for a while. Okay. I mean, garage. I was afraid to go in the garage. A garage attack me. But you know, it, it's <laughs> attack me. A snowblower. Scary. It's a big machine. I got one of those big ones. But I'm telling you oh, now, no. forget it. Forget it. I have got that thing figured out. I have got it purring like a kid. a lot of power between your legs, okay? It's like when you're riding that thing, it's very lot of power. Very powerful between your legs. I'm telling you. I got that guy under control. I'm waiting to use him this year. Bring on that snow. (laughs) He's waiting. It's like a simian. You get the whole driveway done now. All throughout your prostate. It's fantastic. (laughs) Gotta tell you. Okay? You know? You know, <laughs> that's it, you know, and I got a hard driveway to do because it's, it's whoa, whoa, Mike. Oh, we don't need to know. <laughs> I, uh, weird... I take my blower up and down my hard driveway, okay, <laughs> and uh, it's just throbbing and pulsating between my thighs, okay. You wouldn't believe it, it's fantastic. Back after it's, it's like co- it's 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 a hard kind of you know surface, so it's 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 tricky, but uh. I'm telling you, I got it. I got it down pat now. I am. I have become a master with the snowball. Master. I do like the whole block. I go across the street and I'll do the guy across. I'm not telling you. Oh, I, I, he I, likes I, to I, do I, the man. guy across the street. Wow. <laughs> that uh, that name again is uh, Mr. Plow. Okay. It's Master Plow. <laughs> master is it? <laughs> That's it. I do like the whole block. Oh, snowball. I love it. Stop I think, especially I think get that big snow forget it bang, okay 
out there all day. Yes, can come and we'll do a feature day. on it. I'm telling you, I'll do a snowblower commercial for the company. I got to remember what company does the snowblower. I'll find out what the brand of my snowblower is. We'll do it. We'll go out there. We'll do a feature. The whole thing. We'll do a commercial. Do a whole snowblower thing. We'll do like a. What we used to call. Okay, it's time to do the, the feature where you ride the snow and get out of here, okay? I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. I'm watching a Jets game, okay? Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> I never said that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call in the CEO. I'll well, step show on his balls cur- while he calls me Master Plow. It'll be great. <laughs> oh, oh, I'll rob the CEO. Gowdy, <laughs> <laughs> American sportsman. We'll do like an American sportsman out there with the, in the snow. That's it. We'll do like wow. an American sportsman. You bring the crew out. We'll have a, we'll do American sportsman out there with, so with on the jokes. first snowfall. It's so, it's, it's such a good joke. You had to say it twice. <laughs> That's an extra hard. Shades of Robert Frost. I'll even recite the first snowfall huh? for you. I did that poem when I was a kid in school. The first snowfall by Robert. He's so happy about this. And, uh, let's the so there's a little more. And I'm bringing my snowblower. Well, that because I'm I can do rows and really fast because I'm good with my snow. Whoa, we don't need to know roll. about him in row. Yeah. Oh, I could do, uh, I plow rows a uh, uh, snow hard driveway every night, okay? It's because I'm an old snowball, man. I use my snowball all the time. I love my snowball. I'm not big into manual labor. So. I love the snowball. I love to do my driveway with the snowball. It's one of my favorite things, to get a lot of snow and do the snowblower. I have a Poor great, great snowblower. I would like to I see I don't know what the do make that. is. I don't know what the make is, but it's a great machine. He's such a fan of it that he can't remember the fucking make of it or the model. Because <laughs> uh, they didn't pay me a stipend, okay, to mention it on the air. That's worth a lot of money, all right? You wouldn't understand that. I feel I, bad for this poor woman that has to sit there and entertain them. Yeah. And that I bet he doesn't even know her name. No, for sure not. Who is this? I don't know. I've never seen him interact with a woman before. Boy, you're even prettier than my snowblower, okay? <laughs> Would you like to come home and, uh, you know, get in a three-way uh, salami fest oh, with uh, no. me and Rome? Machine. <laughs> it really is. It's uh, it's powerful. It, it shoot that stuff a mile. You know, I, I, I don't know the make. I kind of I, I try to remember last time what the make is, and I got it wrong. My but, uh, it, it, squirts, okay? Oh. <laughs> like, what is he wearing? Like, I don't know. I'm not sure I've ever seen him in, like, all black either. Like, it, it's being his mic thing like reflect like it's a gold chain or like a silver chain or something like doesn't it it's look at how it's shiny it's a great it snowball it's a great okay. machine get the cameras it, out there and i'm telling you they were going to do that. that they they said they said they were going to do it the <laughs> last time uh, that we were like still a, doing it, it like a snow yeah. snowblower clothing store you know how they have those like specialized <laughs> motocross clothing maybe he's wearing like a special he probably gets he dresses up like stupid stupid sexy flanders <laughs> to I, go snow blowing i think he wears that top and like no pants or underwear just oh. his fucking schlong just dangling across the seat of the snowblower <laughs> he might even tuck it back underneath to his buttocks so that he can feel the the snowblower engine vibrating oh god <laughs> So I just, far, it's just shoot, shooting everywhere, everywhere. The snow and me shooting everywhere across the lawn. <laughs> yeah, last year we were going to do that because I'm telling you, I'm out there. As soon as we get enough snow, I'm out there and I do the whole driveway. I even go into the street, the whole thing. I, I love it. It's one of my you favorite go to the neighbors. Things. You, you help well, out the they, neighborhood. They, <laughs> no, they, I mean, sometimes <laughs> I do the guy across the street. He used to have a man across the street. was like 85. He just passed away. Uh, I used to do his Nobody driveway else? for him and, and do his yard for him. But he's gone, uh, so they I have someone else there. But uh, no one's living there. 
I used to listen to this podcast with uh, Robert Pazabini or whatever his name is. He told me uh, the good thing to do is like stretch your balls. So I tied it in a knot around the back of the seat of the snowblower. I, stay, I don't recommend it. Not very good. Okay. Yeah, right now, but the, they just sold the house. But uh, I used to do his yard for him. What yeah. Is this? But uh, I love, it's one of my favorite snowblowing things. Snowblowing doesn't talk about. It. I t- All right. We're an hour two of snowblower talk. Right. <laughs> is it because there's no sports happening or something? I mean, the basketball started up. I guess he doesn't talk about that that much. Oh, uh, then we got uh, then we got a cough drop situation. Oh, I did. Say I that. mean, if they're going to fight over millions and millions and millions of dollars, why people don't. Uh... Oh, my God. This is so unprofessional. What is he us okay. or me specifically? This is going to make our popcorn eating on air look like nothing. Over millions and millions and millions of dollars, why people don't have a pipe where there's 25 million people that don't have a job. I mean, come on. <laughs> Wait, are we, are we sure that's a cough drop and not just his teeth like Trump that time with the United Shesh? Are we sure that's that false? The United Shesh. I'll have to cue that up. Hold on. It's actually him. If you if you're at home, you're not. You don't have the the video. It's him sucking a dick while riding a snowblower. <laughs> <laughs> How he gets off? It's his kink. It's the only way he can get off now is by by performing fellatio while riding a snowblower. Just lucky Phil Parcells was in town that weekend. Yes, and Bill too. They were all there. Uh, well, pipe was 25 million people that don't have a job. I mean, come on, Mike. You know what? You give back. What you can give, like you just said, to the food banks. You know, maybe it's about time they get unselfish and say, hey, you know what? Maybe we could give back right now and worry I about agree. the finances later. Because my family has food on it. And some of the owners, and some of them head. do. And listen, a lot of them do. I'm not saying some of them don't. Does he have, oh, I thought he was talking about the government giving back. He's talking about the, plat- like, what? The teams? Nobody knows and, what the fuck he's yeah. talking about. And I have to say, that that was so uncomfortable hearing him sucks i'll keep going they have like 18 cough drops in his mouth it doesn't yeah, some of them like are very one. generous some of the players are very generous i'm not saying that he can, he can barely open his mouth because he's afraid they're all gonna fall out like he has marbles in his mouth he's got maybe a he whole snoot. stick of lifesavers in his mouth <laughs> or maybe he has not. snoot like he's trying to be like the old but, baseball players oh oh like like the europeans the snooze yeah the snoots or whatever it's called Again, well, let's talk about the what about the what about the what about the minor league kids? Yeah, you know, these guys too. Yeah. You know, big issue hey, right now. You know what? Let's, let's just put people back and let people be happy. Thanks for the call. Be well, uh, Paul and Rockland. <laughs> what's up, Paul? Every so, like, uh, the cough drop when he's like chasing it with Diet Coke. That's got to taste so fucking weird. Oh like yes. I wonder. Do you think it's like a mentholy cough drop or just a, 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 a like a cherry flavor? Like what 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 he kind of flavor? Likes cough? the candy flavored. Those mics, I mean, 50,000-watt station with these great mics. You hear every click-clack of that yeah. fucking thing going around his teeth. Uh. Paul. Hey, uh, I just had a quick My question. Yeah. Questions. Uh, number one, I agree with you with the whole fire thing. But what is – I mean, I don't want the money going back to the owners. Where, where does mm-hmm. that money go that they, they – or, or Listen, it's or... not about that. It's about this. Oh, my Look, God. The money's not there. I bet he's gleeking also. The question is <laughs> just right. like coming out and playing for less. He sounds like he needs a, like a Heimlich or something. Uh, brutal. Brutal. 
We got time for one more, and then we're gonna wind it down. Uh, this one's uh, should we do Mad Dog Can't Say yes. Nickelodeon? No, extra long. Yes. Oh, chutzpah, chutzpah. I think I think we should play and both. Of them. Okay, we'll do both. We'll do both. So Mad Dog is back on the show, or this is okay. He's now playing a different. Show. Oh, this, this is, is his own show. Okay, so now Mike and Mad Dog broke up, and. The- so could I just briefly cut in uh, for our viewers? I'll explain to the listeners. In the, there's a still shot from his like serious radio show, and he's wearing this blue sweater. I watch sometimes on MLB Network. He does a show at least twice a week. He wears this same fucking blue sweater. How does this man, who's on television every day, have that limited of a wardrobe? It I go crazy. I get nothing gets me angry angrier right now than this guy in this fucking blue V-neck sweater that he always fucking wears. Be he's anti fast fashion. Jason Mansuka said you gotta wear the same thing every day. It takes away one piece of your brain space that you don't have to think about something. Yeah, I guess Back- it helps you remember Willie McCovey stats. <laughs> fucking guy. Willie McCovey, great player, Sid. Great that's a great good job by you. Thank you. Thanks, doggy. All right, proceed. Okay, thank you. Anybody who's watching that Nickelodeon for the game needs their head examined. The girl won the bear drop. Rob, pause. Wait, what? That was it? Set this up. He's trying to say Nickelodeon. Yeah. We should say that the, the NFL had a game that was on Nickelodeon for some reason. Oh, they did? Yes. Yeah, you didn't see it all over Twitter. People were like sharing screen grabs and shit. No, how did that happen? I didn't even realize Viacom has rights to football games. They did little Nickelodeon things too, like the 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 uh, first down marker. You know, they usually put a superimposed graphic where the first down line is, and it was like slime colored, like Nickelodeon slime. And then they had like, you know, they had. I I think they had like a sideline reporter that was a twenty-five-year-old kid or something. Like I can't, I can't remember. There's a bunch of stuff. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Was, okay. Wait. So, uh, did CBS play sports play football because CBS and Viacom are merged? They all, they, all I had, see. So it's through CBS. On, the games were on a bunch of different channels. So there was like seven, six games this weekend or something. I see. So yeah, CBS does have a licensing deal with, uh, the NFL. So I guess that's how it happened. So here's like a little, Thomas, he dances his way into the end zone. New Orleans is on the board. For that's not real, though, right? That's, oh, that's. I think that they they made. But it's on it Twitter. Joke. No, it looks like it's it real. Yeah, that was actually the animation. It was like yeah, it looks like it's real. No one like is saying pouring all over people. I thought yeah. that was a joke that someone photoshopped. No. Well, it's not real in the sense of there's not real slime on yeah. the stadium. No, I mean, it's I like thought, the, it's graphics. I, I'm saying I thought a fan made the graphic and not the, the actual broadcast. I see. No, no, no. And, and then here is. Uh... When an offensive player illegally moves after lining up for, but prior to the snap. Oh like when... Is this to get like kids to understand yeah. football? My dad starts shoveling yes. in dinner before mom says grace. That's <laughs> <laughs> when an offensive. <laughs> they're, they're cracking up laughing too they announced oh that's oh young shelton Oof. oh boy all right they don't like they, do we really need eight-year-olds to get pumped up for like gigantic steroid people smashing each other in the head and giving each other cte yes we need a new generation of kids willing to get cte this right. is how you reel them in pay for football yeah it's fair all right so let's listen to this audio again we don't have to 
Anybody who's watching that Nickelodeon for the game needs their head examined. The girl, when the bear dropped the touchdown in the end zone, said, oh, almost, almost. This is the NFL. Almost. I mean, that's not the response you want. That Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon thing I could not get into. Well, go ahead. What else? Number three. Go ahead. What else? All right. Then he tries to say chutzpah, chutzpah, which means have a little bolts. The nerve. Oh, the nerve. You're right. It, it means nerve. Amy. Anybody who's watching that Nickelodeon for the game needs oh. their head. Next one on here. It's the same link. It's it's right under. Stand by. Can you think of a what what would be a worse network for the NFL to be on than Nickelodeon? Oxygen. Like what? what Hallmark. Hallmark. Anything. Lifetime Movie Network. Yeah. Uh, HGTV. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, at least it's a field with grass. The Food Channel. Yeah. Well. Nat Geo, Bigfoot comes out. C-SPAN. <laughs> You've called the Democrat. Anything you want about the NFL, he knew for two days that they had everything set up to go pull the carpet out from under the NFL and all the folks who went down to Atlanta and that uh, even you, Jackson, who didn't go to the workout. It is incredible. It's uh, the 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 chutzpah to do that, and the disgrace to do that to people is inc- you can't even support it. I mean, when you you can't the chutzpah, the chutzpah, I wanted to do my C-span. Oh. It's uh, the 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 chutzpah to do that. You've called the Democrat line. What do you think about Derrick Henry's touchdown run, caller? It's uh, uh, the 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 chutzpah to do that, and it is <laughs> the chutzpah to tell that C-SPAN joke. Yeah, a, <laughs> I'm so political. I'm very divisive. <laughs> Chris Russo, we could all agree, is a globalist, right? Yes. <laughs> if not, we can just pretend. We need to string him up on something. <laughs> John Schaefer, you have my solidarity. If you go. And make an enemy out of Chris Russo. <laughs> oh, shit. Was that sedition? Sorry. No, I don't mean violence. Just go yell at him or something. <laughs> and uh, before we wind things down, I do uh, want to say that this show is in tribute to Sheldon Adelson's rotting corpse. <laughs> <laughs> May he rot in hell. Yes. Rest peacefully. In Rest in peace. Do you, think, do you think him and Alexi Leho are hanging out? Oh, come on. What? It's very no. close together. Alexi Leho yeah. only hangs out with cool people, and dead yeah, people like don't us. hang out. They're dead. Rob. They're done. But he, there, there's no afterlife. But he died too. Doesn't that like change his stance on hanging out with dead people? I'm saying dead people don't hang out. There's no afterlife. Oh, they okay. cease to be. <laughs> What about all the 12 virgins they're supposed to get? 72 virgins. Oh. Well, times are tough. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's they had to, they had to downsize. Well, Congress more hasn't pe- passed that stimulus check. Oh. I feel like more people are dying. That means that means it's more populated in the afterlife, though. Wouldn't there be more virgins? Right. Less virgins to go around. Right. That's how I... That's, that's my always theory. make more. Yeah, I, I, are the virgins in the afterlife like real people that died, or are they like a construct that God makes for you to reward you in heaven? 
I assume they're a construct, because if they're also people that died, then do the virgins also get virgins? It would be a never-ending loop. Well, maybe the virgins... Well, you have to die a martyr. It's not just anybody that dies. Oh. But maybe the virgins are in hell. Like, that's their hell and your Because they didn't give it up while they but, were alive? Well, maybe they just... Those are the bad people that happen to be virgins. <laughs> no, I want to think that if you didn't, get, you didn't fuck when you were young, that you go to hell. Well, I, no, but not for that. But maybe you also ran someone over with a car or something. You tell me, Noah. <laughs> oh, so if you if you're like a 15 year old who just drove recklessly but hadn't fucked yet, yes, exactly. Or 25 year old doesn't have to be a 15. But 25 year, if you're a 25 year old virgin, uh-huh. nobody wants you in in the afterlife. Oh, it's clearly wrong with you. <laughs> I got you. You want good virgins, you know? Want... Oh my God, where is this going? Good virgins. <laughs> well, people who will definitely get like seventy-two virgins when they die if are our want... top live cast fans of the week. How can you do guess? Oh no! <laughs> he was and how could you be a top live cast fan of the week? You could be one. By going to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. Be a Livecast Patriot. <laughs> Spend $17.76, or really 10 or, or $10, and you get a shout-out at the end of the show. Here are our patriotic top Livecast fans of the week. Eric Rabba. Got new shake Justin Benjamin L. Duda Reno Dan Armandy Mayors Kippa Scooby Doo Yasiem Ya Yet Gender Shasur Sasusits La Croix The Crustacean Sensei Shut A.K. God Stomper Ash Boss Hill of Dallas Rob of Empiro Shane Hugo Likes Tacos Elando Danks Perilous Patches Douglas Who are you Levison hey. <laughs> I have a question Are we going to get kicked off of YouTube for that For the copyright infringement Oh it's open source baby S-H-L-O-M-O-C-H-O-I-N-E <laughs> That worked out so great. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to our patrons. Thank you to our longtime listeners. You can listen to all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. All of our archives are absolutely free. Thank you for all your support. We'll be back next week. From sea to shining.